It's Wanton Strumpet again. I hope you're doing well. So I finished my first podcast episode and I feel this like push. I need to make content. So I'm just gonna jump right in. Joe. Yep. His name was Joe. We're gonna talk about Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. It just, I'm just flood of memories just saying his name. I decided to talk about Joe because, um, like most responsible people out there who grew up in the era of HIV, I have a list. I, I have a fucking list of all the people I have had. Uh, any type of penetration with, (laughs) you know, to be safe, to be, you know, mindful and keep track of what's going, where, who's doing what, how it's happening and all that good stuff. So Joe, at the time I met Joe, let's see, um, from the previous episode, I talked about the relationship or had an open relationship and then, you know, things fell apart. So this is after that relationship ended. I was single for a while, still on Tinder, and I matched with Joe. Joe, let's see, I was 38 and Joe was 22. 22-year-old Joe lived with his parents still, which is fine. It's not like, you know, he's 40 years old in his mom's basement. He's 22 years old living with his parents. Uh, I believe he worked in um, sales, like phone sales. Not creepy, like I'm calling you while you're having pasta dinner on Sunday phone sales. Just so you know, decent guy. So young, not trying to put too much pressure on him. I'm like, hey, you seem pretty rad. Let's meet for pizza, see what happens. So we meet for pizza. It's a bit awkward first, like, oh my God, that's really you. You really look like that in your pictures. And Joe was cute. Very, very cute. Let's see. Joe was a little bit taller than me. So I'd say probably about 5'8". Um, not heavy, not thin, just kind of, uh, I hate the term dad bod because like, I feel like dad bod is just what people say when they're like, you know, I'm cute, but I'm also lazy. (laughs) So if you're going to say dad bod, Joe had a dad bod, not like beer good. He's just like nice. He had a beard. Um, he had a beard. I remember the beard and oh, sweet baby Jesus. He had these soulful brown eyes like like a puppy you just want to grab and take home joe joe had two slices of pizza i had one i want to say he had a coke i don't think i even had anything to drink maybe some water whatever um it was one of those matches where i'm like i'm not so sure i'm feeling this wasn't sure I was feeling it, didn't really want to put a whole lot of pressure on myself to like doll it up, hussy it up, and kind of play the part of cougar, even though, you know, my tune has changed since then. I hussied it up and played the part of cougar because it makes me feel good. Back in those days, it was more about, you know, bait 
Now that bait is what turns me on. I'm not there to do it to turn them on. Hey, if that happens, it's great. I, you know, cougared up because being in that persona, being in that energy, being in that space, that turns me on. Anyway, pizza with Joe. Regular kind of small talk conversation, awkward first meeting conversation. And then I don't remember what the banter was, but we got into this playful banter around BDSM. I remember I was wearing a necklace and it reminded him of handcuffs. Like not handcuffs. It was just like some really cute small silver design. And I was like, so why do you ask? He's like, oh, my dad's girlfriend wears one. Oh. Yeah. My parents are in the lifestyle. Oh, your parents. Yeah, my parents and my dad's girlfriend. Oh. So he starts to tell me how this 22-year-old man, now that he's old enough, and, you know, when he was younger, obviously, this is not something that they had out in the open for their kid. But he's old enough, still lives in the home, and uh, he described to me what it was like growing up in a home where there was a room he couldn't go in. And when he got old enough, he understood that that room was the dungeon. (laughs) Oh, man. I was like, can you imagine, like, how awkward that would fucking be? Like, uh, hey, Mom, we're out of milk. Don't come in here. And then dad's girlfriend with a ball gag in your mouth, like, oh, that's a soulful fool. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he, he explained to me how, like, he, they, like, slowly brought him into understanding the lifestyle that they were in. Like, it's, it's not just, like, hey, mom, dad's girlfriend, and dad go in the bedroom. It's behind closed doors. No. They... It's clear, it's, you know, they have rules for when they go to the supermarket. They have, you know, ways they have to speak to each other 24-7, 24-7. And hey, people who live that life, you know, I'm happy for you. You are doing you, you are living true to who you are as a person. Good for you. I will not kink shame anyone. Look, if it's legal... You're not hurting anyone without them wanting you to hurt them. Like, you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm not here to king shame. Living in that lifestyle 24-7, not for me. But it was really fascinating to talk to him about it. And, and then we started talking about what we liked. What our, you know, kinks were. And Joe was still pretty early on into my mooger For those of you who haven't heard, (laughs) I have decided I'm a mooger, which is a milf and a cougar. Anyway, in my mooger journey, that was uh, pretty early on in my mooger journey that I met Joe. And there will be other Joes, because Joseph is a pretty common name. (laughs) There are a couple Joes. But this Joe is um, just one I wanted to talk about, because it was a nice experience. So anyway, we we had finished our pizza by then. And... You know, there was the flirting, there was like what kinks we like, what kinks we don't like, what we want to try, what, you know, are, you know, hard nose for us. 
And during this conversation, obviously, it's there's there's some tension there. There's some heat. And I remember watching his soulful brown puppy dog take me home eyes. It was it was like it was like you know the sparklers, not fireworks that they have on Independence Day, but the sparklers, the handheld ones, the ones well, theoretically, that you can hold in your hand that are safe. You know, they may not be safe, like don't stick them up your nose, whatever. But like, it was that type of spark, not fireworks, but teeny tiny spark inside of his eye, behind his eye. Like, like, oh, 22 years old, don't have a lot of worldly experience with older women. And there's this beautiful, buxom, confident, 38-year-old woman sitting across from the table from me talking about this. And she doesn't have the teeny tiny sparkler light in the back of her eyes. Like, this bitch, you know, she's she's full-on deer in the headlights staring at me like, let's do this. This is going down. This is happening. So, gosh, you know, I love that moment. I just going to pause, be mindful, and feel that moment pay homage pay just just love to that moment that fraction of a millisecond where you know that the person across from you knows that you know you know it's kind of like that that they don't know we know that they know that we know you know i think that's what it is uh sorry huge friends fan here Oh my gosh, I'm so excited just talking about this. So like, you know, that that second, that moment, you're staring at each other and it's like, oh, this is happening. We got to that moment and it was like, how far do you live from here? Thankfully, the pizza place was relatively close. So we made it back to my apartment, I would say in under 10 minutes. Came upstairs. There you always have that that awkward like, hey, this is where I live. I'm a real person. <laughs> I have a toilet and everything. <laughs> yeah, you walk in your apartment like, oh, what's gonna happen? How's this gonna go? Gosh, those like moments are so exciting. I think this is why I was not made for monogamy because these are the moments that like that get me off. That they they like feed my pleasure like that's where my pleasure comes from the excitement the what's gonna happen next like I I can't handle routine obviously or I wouldn't have been married several times <laughs> so anyway awkward conversation hey this is my cat like you know do you want a bottle of water like and it was it was pretty clear that you know there was no I'm not interested in looking at your cat I don't need a fucking bottle of water. And I, if I remember correctly, I, <laughs> I'm not even going to be bashful when I say this. I, I, he was wearing, uh, the place he worked, they had those like, uh, windbreaker jackets and he was wearing it. I remember grabbing the zipper in the middle and walking down the hall with my arm behind me holding the zipper almost like I was like walking and dragging him along with me and we got into the bedroom oh, he was a 
good kisser, man. I was the kind of kissing where, and he had a beard. So if, if you are a person hearing this and are not going to be turned on by the fact that I'm talking about kissing someone who has a beard, you know, you might want to tune out now, but you know, and it wasn't, it was a nice beard. It wasn't like scraggly and grizzly fucking Adams. It, it was well-kept. And for the record, I love a nice, well-kept beard. Um, he was a nice kisser. He had, um, firm, full, young lips. And he started soft, which is always nice. You don't want someone, like, coming at you, like, like, jeez, like, trying to scoop the yogurt out of the bottom of the container with your tongue. Like, save that for later with my pussy. When you approach me for the first time to kiss me, soft, start soft, see where it goes. <clears throat> yeah, the kisses were soft. And I remember um, the smell of the skin around his neck. You will learn about me very quickly that um, I'm very sensory and whole other podcast in and of itself. And the whole other podcast episode is I'm, I'm primal. I'm a huntress and we will talk about that another time. I'm not going to go into it now. It's too freaking complicated because right now I'm talking about Joe. And if I go off on a tangent, there's probably no bringing me back because it's just, I'm just going to stop because I can feel my, my brain starting to go there. Very nice kisses and so he, um, as part of his sales job, I know he had to like, there were things he had to do outside all day. I want to say it was car sales, but then I don't want to give you the impression that he was sleazy. Not that all car salesmen are sleazy. It's just, I happen to have been married to one and he was sleazy. Joe, not sleazy. I'm pretty sure it was cars because I know he had to walk outside and he had a windbreaker. Yeah. So, um, I could smell like, um, sunshine on his neck, like when you're out in the sun for a while and you get that, you know, the sun going into your pores and that smell, I remember that smell coming from his neck and I remember touching his face and feeling like the, the hair of his beard and it was soft and it was nice and God, he was like, he seemed so young and sweet, despite the fact that we were touching on um, BDSM and kinks when we were having our pizza. Um, it started off really nice and gentle and slow. And sometimes, even though you're on Tinder for a fuck, sometimes you want to start the fuck that way because it's just what you need in that moment. And Joe and I were able to give each other what we needed in that moment. And... It was that kind of kissing where it's like, it's soft, but then it, as it like progresses, by the way, I think at this point we're on the bed, close to on, on the bed, kissing, making out, full, full on making out session. And I, I remember, um, as we were kissing each other, like, uh, the soft little, mmm came out of him. And I swear to God, it like, just, I freaking melted it. And I'm like this sweet, like really good looking young man is like 
moaning against my lips because he loves the way we're kissing so much. And of course, in that moment, I return that and then it progresses. He, um, you know, I have this list of people that I could talk about. And the reason, there are just like standout ones and Joe was a standout one. I don't want to you know, give you blow by blow. Ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> but obviously we get to that point where our clothes are off and there's touching and, and, you know, the skin of our bodies touching each other. I remember he had a pleasantly furry chest, just his chest, you know, arms, legs, no like gorilla back hair. If you have gorilla back hair and you're listening to it, you know, you go ahead and love your body. It's not my preference. If I'm selecting someone to have in my bed, I do not prefer that. (laughs) No offense. Love you. I had, you know, he had, I just, I remember my, my fingertips going down his back and, you know, as we're laying against each other, making out, and the the hair on his legs touching my legs, and the mmm as he was kissing me, it was really nice. You know, I'm really glad I labeled this explicit, because um, yeah, I'm gonna hit pause, take a breath, and I'll come back. Yeah. So, um, at this point in my journey as a mooger, <laughs> every time I say that, I'm going to giggle. That's going to happen. Just get used to it. I, uh, <laughs> I had gotten some, uh, notches in my lipstick case, you know, giving reference to the amazing Pat Benatar, but I, I had some notches in my lipstick case by then. So, um, giving head began to be like one of my favorite things to do and as an older woman who has experience and you know I I I give myself credit for the fact that I'm pretty good at understanding people and making connections and like when the connection is there like it's part of who I am the nurturing part of who I am to foster it so I'm I'm good and this is probably part of the primal stuff, which I'm not going to get into, but I'm really good about watching nonverbal communication um, during sexual encounters, good sexual encounters, sexual encounter, consenting sexual encounters, which <laughs> is like consenting in all of it. Just consent, consent, consent. You know, do you want to? Yes, I do too. Let's go. Consent. Uh <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so giving head um, as a 30-year-old woman to a 22-year-old man who, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of 22-year-old men who have a lot of experience with older women. Joe did not, and that's like that's like that's like prime rib for me, baby. That's just that's it. I I love giving that experience. Uh, the wide eyes the first time that, you know, they get that really good sensation. 
they're like, whoa, so that's what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah, baby. (laughs) If there is a God, he or she or non-binary God did not give me lips like this for no good reason. And what you're experiencing right now, Joe, that's the reason why uh, she, he or non-binary term gave me these lips. And yeah, I, I love that moment. I love the the sharp intakes of breath, the, and the, like, the, uh, uh, I like that too, and I really like the, um, as the head goes tilted back, you can't see me, but that's what I'm doing, I'm imitating the, uh, head tilting back, head tilting back, eyes closing, eyes closing, like, 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 honey, to you listening to this, please understand that when I give head, that right there gets me off. I'm not doing this just for you. I'm enjoying this as much as you, if not more. Silence, because I want you to hear that, listener. If not more. That moment. It's why I do it. (laughs) So in that moment, you're feeling that. And in that excitement, it fuels mine. And let's just say a very good friend of mine who um, I'm probably going to send this to. You know who you are. (laughs) Has introduced me to the term gruel. G-R-O-O-L. Referring to Girl drool. So yeah, the um, I I tend to get a lot of that going on in that moment, to the point where if I'm on my knees, it's it's running down both legs. Um, nice and creamy and thick and ready for more, but you know I can wait for more because. The more he's enjoying it, the more I'm enjoying it. And it's, oh, God, it's just fucking delicious. Some nice, clean, Joe's 22-year-old cock. I remember his cock, too. If I remember correctly, it's not my favorite shape. I I do have a favorite shape, I'm not going to lie. Um... <clears throat> there's a, a same person who I just referred to earlier with the gruel. <laughs> uh, he knows that he has my favorite shape cock. Yeah. So um, his was, it was, it was not curved. It was straight. Uh, nice and thick. The, um, the head, like the body, if you like, if think of a head like a mushroom, like the, 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 around the outside of the mushroom head. It was like, it was like juicy, man. So, um, I would say, cause I remember Joe very well. If I was to guess in inches, I would say probably about seven to seven and a half. It was nice. It was a nice cock. Um, I don't, I'm not one of the, you know, what do they call them? Size queens. I'm not a size queen because I know for me, it's just, it's, 
it's about connection. Like, obviously, you need to have enough to get me going. But, and too much is not pleasant for me. Been there, done that. Ouch. His was, it was just, it was, like, fucking perfect. It was, it was juicy. It was thick. It was throbbing. Beautiful veins. Um, circumcised, but not in the way that the, that the, there was a lot of discoloration in the flesh. It was, it was nice. Um... He went down on me after that. He did. And for his lack of experience, he did well. I'm not going to give him top marks because I remember telling him to slow down. Distinctly remember him telling him to slow down. And I appreciate the enthusiasm, but your enthusiasm is hurting me. You're not trying to start a fire. I mean, well, you are trying to start a fire, but not a literal, actual, like, you know, spark and flame. <laughs> I'm going to have a finger burn. I'm going to have tongue burn. Um, so not top marks, but he did well. Um, the My favorite moment with Joe was the moment that's coming up. So... We, goes from going down on me, some more making out because I love the taste of my own pussy. And I love the taste of my own pussy off of a nice, sweet young man. (laughs) Um, But, you know, when there was, we started having sex. Um, We started, I was on top. And that went on for a while. It was nice, but... um, I, I, I think because of the conversation we had when we were having pizza, the kink conversation, my head went somewhere. Um, and we moved to missionary and here it comes. He's fucking me in missionary. And I remember the, the spark from the restaurant in his eyes. And I remember like just looking up into his eyes as he's, and it's like a nice pace missionary, like not, you know, fucking jackhammer, not like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking fall asleep. It was a nice rhythm, nice pace, not like constant, like it was more like slow, slow, boom, 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 like nice rhythm, kind of mixing it up, some hip grinding, hip movement from both of us. I'm not going to just lay there, bitch. Like I am going to be grinding my hips back into you. I'm going to try and meet your rhythm. I'm going to try and fucking challenge your rhythm. Like we're going to make this nice. Um, but I remember like the, it was like, it was great. And then like that, that memory of the conversation, I just, it hit me. And I remember the light in his eyes. I stopped him. I said, stop. And he's like, he's, he was very sweet. He was like, are you okay? Is everything right? And I was like, I'm like, I'm fine, baby. And I looked at him in the eye and, um, I remember taking his hand. So he had to like hold his, you know, weight up on one hand. And I, I took, he like the hands. And I remember putting his hand to my throat and I looked up into his eyes and I said, go. And like, there was a pause. He didn't go immediately. And that's fine. Cause obviously I want him to understand what the fuck I'm saying to him. And he did. Oh my God, he did. And like that spark, 
in his eye, it like it went full on firework, full on firework, baby. Like, and, and in a split second, like like this twenty two year old man, he went from like you know like engaging, maybe a little timid, like young man went full on daddy on me. Oh, so, oh my god, like it was so amazing to watch how he fucking went from that like you know 22 year old and like all of a sudden like like hey he takes after his fucking father who lives in the lifestyle like he knows what's going down he knows when I did that to him he knew what I was giving him consent to do and I remember I remember him asking me are you sure I remember him asking me are you sure and I was I was like yes yes and <laughs> not my first rodeo, his first rodeo. Like I've I've been down that road BDSM plenty of times. I have, you know, I'm a switch, I'm a primal. I've I've done brat, I've done princess, I've done little, I've done femdom, like dabbled. It's not really my my cup of tea. I really like go for the primal, but like in that moment, like I was, I was like, yes, daddy, you might be 22 fucking years old, but I, I'm your little right now. And you are, you are going to do this. (laughs) It was fucking incredible. Like his amazing rhythm with like the mixing it up and the, you know, not the same pace the whole time. It went from that to like, like it's pound town time. The, the, it was amazing. And it wasn't the jackhammer pound town. It was a like, you know, gorgeous stripper doing undulations and, and fucking the air on the floor kind of shit. Like he was like grinding in there. He was, oh my God. I, I came so fucking hard on his beautiful 22 year old dick multiple times. I had a fucking puddle under me in the bed. Like, like we had that connection and, and it was amazing. It was good for him. It was good for me. I remember afterwards, like we did do some aftercare. We did do some aftercare. We did some cuddling. We did some processing. Like, how was that for you? What did you like? Blah, 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 blah. Aftercare. We did aftercare. If you need to understand what aftercare is, you need to go to a BDSM educator podcast. Please get educated on that shit. I am not an educator. I'm not going to tell you what to do, what's right, what's wrong. I can tell you what I, you know, I I don't even want to get into it because I don't want to have people coming at me like, no, that's not how you do it. Like, in that moment with Joe, we we were both able to be there for each other afterwards in the way that we needed. So, like, I, it's almost like I had to nurture him afterwards because he had that, like, he, he was like, are you sure it was okay? I mean, I know I asked you. And I was, I was like, sweetie, if it wasn't, I would have told you. Like, like, you obviously understood what needed to happen. And I had to, like like, nurture that, like, I'm saying like a lot. <laughs> I just caught myself. I know I do that. I say so. I say like. I say you know a lot. Anyway, you know. Anyway, whatever. Blah blah blah. I totally caught myself, but now I'm off track. 
see, this is where I start to lose the momentum because I'm here and I'm talking and then I, something happens like that and I start overthinking. But like Joe was, yeah, like we were right there in the moment for each other. And it was, it was like an incredible experience. It really was. Joe was awesome. And the funny thing is, you know, I've had, <laughs> I've had my share of relationships. I've had plenty of experience out there in the world, you know, whether it's friends with benefits or like kind of a one night thing. Um, Joe and I both wanted more. We both wanted more and I don't remember what it was, but I don't know if it was just like scheduling, but we never could make it happen again. However, uh, I, you know, it was in a relationship, didn't have Tinder anymore. Um, and then that relationship ended and I went back on Tinder and it's funny because he and I connected again. We totally connected again, and uh, when we connected again on Tinder, we uh, we talked about that night. We did, and he he told me he was like he, he was like it just he, it woke something in me, and he um, told me that he is now a switch. He um, his parents who live in the lifestyle, you know, they don't they still don't like you know do the, the sex part of shit in front of him. But like, he said that I kind of awoke a beast in him in that moment. Like he was obviously very familiar with the lifestyle, having living with it in his home. But (laughs) he was like, you know, actually going there. He's like, I understand it. I understand why my dad does it. I understand it was, it was good for him. The whole experience was amazing. And he gave me multiple amazing toe curling, mind blowing orgasms. Uh, yeah. So hats off to you, Joe, when you were 22 and rocked my fucking world. Thanks Joe. And thanks listeners. It's been fun. Bye.